0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Own the Road with Auto Trader, where we make car stuff simple for Canadians. My name is Jody Lai, and I'm the editor in chief of Auto Trader.
1: And my name is Dan Alika. I am Auto Trader's road test editor slash grump. <laughs> today, today, and today grump only. Grump in chief. Grump in chief.
0: That's you. Um, As
1: I pull up my list of grievances. So so today's
0: episode is all about road safety rants. Um, because Dan and I drive so much for, for our jobs, we witness so much crap and bad behavior, bad habits on the road. And we always yell about it to each other on our yep. morning calls and stuff like that. Um, but I think... Besides us just, like, yelling and being grumpy about stuff, there's, like, real lessons for people to learn here. Yeah. And I think a lot of people might not be considering these. So we're going to turn our our grumping into actual useful advice. Totally.
1: It's important. Um,
0: so this is an episode that Dan has been really looking forward to, like, all year since we started on the Road. Yeah. Um, and he's been logging bad stuff that he's seen. Um, and we have a lot to go through. Um but I also wanted to open the floor up to you guys. And so if if there's anything that you see on the road that really drives you nuts or you saw something that just like enraged you, tell us about it. You can email us at expert at trader.ca um, and we'll read out a couple of your grievances on the next yeah. episode as well. So definitely let us know.
1: We'll be your megaphone. Yeah, if you can tell the world. Something that you see all the time and you're just like so sick of it. Let us know.
0: Yeah, so for me, one yes. of the things that really, really drives me bananas yeah. is terrible U-turns.
1: Oh, tell them the story that you told me not that long ago. Oh, okay,
0: so just not too long ago, I was driving around on, on in your area, actually yep. on Lakeshore. Yep. Um, it's a very busy road uh, with parking on both sides, street parking on both sides. Um, so I saw this RAV4 pull over to the side, no flashers, no nothing, no signal. So that's like problem number one. Um, and I was behind them in the right lane. So I was like, okay, so maybe they're stopping. I'm gonna pull to the left lane so I could pass them. Um, but instead, this person chooses to whip around in a U-turn in front of me. So I had to slam on the brakes. Like my I, my tires were screeching. It was so scary because I could have T-boned them. Yeah. I literally could have killed them because they didn't check to see if it was safe to pull that U-turn. And it was on a busy road and there was no signals to indicate what the hell they were doing
1: guys you know that it's that she's heated because Jody never swears and these are considered Jody swears i know they're not for a lot of people but she said hell and crap in the <laughs> same same rant
0: that's how you know i'm really fired up she is up. fired up but then so i honked at the person yeah. and i i don't typically honk my horn unless it's like Literally a matter of life and death, right? Because I just don't, I I don't think the honk should be abused like that. And this person just drove away, not even realizing what had happened. It was like, they did not even register what was wrong with what they did.
1: Yeah, that's really the, the lack of like situational awareness that I see on the road every day, people, you know, pulling stuff like that. And we can kind of build off that rant, um, that you touched on the lack of of signal use like this doesn't just apply to BMW drivers (laughs) use your signals
0: it's it's a safety thing
1: I can't predict what you're going to do I'm not a mind reader I don't know that you want to change lanes or that you're slowing down to make a left or a right it is so simple and it's there for a reason that signal stock and the corresponding lights that flash they're there to let everyone else know what you plan to do but Then the other side of it is a signal is not a license to change lanes.
0: Without checking your blind spots first.
1: You cannot just merge into another lane of traffic because you want to. You cannot expect every... And the one that drives me the craziest is when you're like driving along and somebody just immediately signals and or doesn't signal and just starts (laughs) merging and then you look in your rearview mirror and if they would have just waited that one car length, yeah. it's like wide open behind you. Yeah. But they feel the need to like just weasel their way in. Yep. And then they get upset. And I even had it this morning.
0: Oh I no. I was on
1: my way to work. I was coming in to record the podcast. Was just minding my business. Tesla Model 3. We're getting ready to turn left. And he's beside me. More than enough room behind me tries to merge in front of me while I'm already in a tight left turn lane. Like, yes, we're moving, but we're moving slowly because we're approaching this this intersection where we're gonna turn left. And he tried to merge in front of me and then got mad at me that there was, and what I don't understand is what is the expectation that I should
0: stop, stop, what, stop you're doing? what I'm
1: doing to, it's the same reason why the zipper merge is so key. Yeah. If everybody just does it smoothly, Then no one has to hit their brakes and you won't have that chain reaction. But everyone that tries to cut in early, they cause that person to hit their brakes or they cut in and they, they hit their brakes. And then the person behind them, it is just a, a mess. And the worst part about it all is very rarely has there ever been a situation on the road where you, if you don't make this sudden turn or sudden merge that it's like, oh, game over. Like, just go to the next. T-
0: take the next intersection. Like, it
1: is crazy to me that oh. people lose all sense of, of reality and just common courtesy.
0: I just think it's so dangerous, this behavior. So, like, in a similar vein, um, if you miss that turn, you can take the next yes. one. And so one of the other things that drives me nuts. Or is just
1: rip a highly illegal U-turn right in front of Jody,
0: And almost make me T-bone <laughs> you. Um, I was so mad. I was like seething. I was so angry. I was like shaking because it was just so dangerous and like, I don't want to go to jail for manslaughter, even especially if it wasn't my fault. Um, but anyway, the other thing, um, that really kills me is that when people miss their exit on the highway (laughs) and they whip across to try to get it without checking. And so I've seen this time and time again, and it is so dangerous and I actually think if you were just to say, oh, oh, crap, I missed that one. I'll yeah. get the next one. Yeah. You're going to lose, like, two minutes, tops yeah. of your time versus it's... you p- potentially crashing into the guardrail. How about the, the people that,
1: will, that miss their exits in reverse?
0: I've seen that so many times. I saw it this weekend. It is so dangerous to do that.
1: It Again, it's just, like, the. keep in mind, everyone, I'm not, like, Yes. Okay. This is kind of like a lecture slash rant, but I'm not <laughs> doing like the holier than that thing. But like the the golden rule, driving is a privilege and not a right. You are in control of a, essentially a projectile that weighs thousands of pounds that is hurtling along. Yeah. It can cause so much damage. So think about what you're doing While you're doing it, if you were reversing on a highway where people are traveling at triple digit speeds, probably stupid, probably shouldn't do it. And chances are there's an exit a few kilometers away that you can loop around.
0: It'll take you 30 seconds.
1: It just doesn't need to happen like this.
0: I think just like the lesson to learn here is just don't panic. You know, like if you miss something and you're going to be two minutes late, so be it. Yeah. It's so much safer just to just to look at that situation and be like, okay, I'm not going to do something dangerous um, and potentially life threatening to save two minutes of my time. Totally. You know, so so just use your logic in situations like that. And don't panic because the outcome of of that panic situation is much, much worse than you being late, you know. Um, But also while we're while we're on the topic of merge lanes and stuff, when people use the merge lane to butt in line Oh, and man. it's not a passing lane it's a merge lane guys
1: it is so annoying to see one time i saw a cop pull someone over for it i yeah and it was like i felt so happy
0: vindicated
1: oh man it was like a little bit of that highway justice that you just <laughs> you know like all the times you see dumb stuff and you're like oh man if only like a cop was here to witness this And I finally saw it happen and it was so nice because once again, I understand the self-importance, not saying that I feel that way, but I understand there are a lot of people it that that feel that they're more important, but you are getting what, eight car lengths max?
0: Sometimes it's not even that much. I've seen people do that to literally get one car length ahead. I'm like, did you really save that much time? And Just, you also made everyone else angry yeah. behind you. I always wish I had, like, a secret way to communicate. Like, oh, don't let this person in. And sometimes I'll admit that I, if I see it happening and I'm the person in front, I will not let them in.
1: I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people do And that.
0: then they get angry about yeah. it. Like, why yeah. are you angry? You're the one who's breaking the rules. Yeah.
1: The other one, uh, not all jurisdictions have this, but HOV lanes, high occupancy vehicle lanes, um, when people, like... Cross that yeah. double.
0: That's not a passing lane. Also. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's like okay, even so if worked even out. if it's not a passing lane, I've never. I I can honestly say I have never done it. But if you want to use when it's like the opening to enter and exit, if you want to use that to get around someone that is in the fast lane and shouldn't be, okay, fill your boots. But th- where like it's that big, thick double line that literally has signs everywhere Do that say cross. "Do not cross," <laughs> and you see it. Every single day that I am on a highway with an HOV lane, I see people crossing those like. Every day. And it also brings us to the next one, get out of the left lane.
0: I know. The other day I was driving on the highway and somebody was literally traveling 70 kilometers an hour in the left lane. And so I was driving normal highway speed. Let's say, let's call it 110. I had to slam on the brakes. Because this person also did not have their lights on.
1: Oh, man. And That's it was at night. And it was me. at night. And, hey, I also want to wanna, wanna take, take this issue all the way up to Transport Canada if somebody's listening. So we have legislation on the books, or there's a rule um, to try to eliminate, you know, what they call, like, phantom cars, cars that don't have their lights on, because mm-hmm. this is a big one, right? The fact that people still don't know to turn on their lights. Back in the day, it used to be that if your lights were off your instrument cluster wouldn't light up. But now modern vehicles, we've got touchscreens, we've got digital instrument clusters, and they're always on, but it means that you don't know that your lights, your exterior mm-hmm. lights aren't on. So Transport Canada has taken steps to, to I don't want to say, I mean, they hope to eliminate, but at least alleviate this issue. So vehicles that were built starting, I think, in 2021 had to have a, an automatic setting mm-hmm. but they didn't go far enough as making it like the default setting and i actually got it I so i wrote a rant about this and a friend who is a he's a lawyer but he he also you know represents an automaker mm. um, he's like their their chief legal counsel he his interpretation of the rules were that it did have to be a default setting but I'm still seeing vehicles that it's not the default, or that you can still choose to turn the really? lights off. To me, they should just be on all, all the, time. the time. What's the harm? There's
0: no downside. I've
1: never, I've never, ever once in my life seen a reason that you would need to turn your lights off, unless unless you're, like, unless you're
0: trying to sneak around. Yeah, creeping
1: <laughs> creeping back home as a teenager, you know, because you're past curfew. I don't know. Is that a good reason? Actually, it is a good reason. Okay. Aside from sneaking <laughs> back in past curfew, there is no reason you should be able to turn your lights off. And in the States, it's a big problem because um, vehicles don't have to have daytime running lights. Daytime running lights are, you know, your headlights are on mm-hmm. when the engine is on. But I'm talking about the rear lights. lights. Yeah. Your your rear, because rear, how many times are you on the road? And we've all seen it. And you're like, man, that guy's driving... And you can't see them at it's
0: all. it's so unsafe at night um, because pedestrians can't see you, but also other vehicles can't see you. And yeah. so in that in, se- in that situation where that person was driving 70 kilometers an hour in the left lane on a highway without lights on at night, Crazy. you're just asking to be rear-ended. And Maybe that is so were. dangerous. I just can't believe how yeah. dangerous it is. That's a bad one. Um, That one just drives me bananas. I'm sorry we're getting very heated about this. I told you this was going to be an angry <laughs> episode because we're really grumpy about road safety stuff. Um, but I also witnessed something crazy not too long ago. Go on. Where we, I was going through an intersection, and there was another car um, a little bit ahead of me in the left lane, and I was in the right lane. Um, and what happened was that this car basically crashed into the median on on the other side of the intersection. I heard an explosion. They yeah. blew out a tire.
1: Oh, because they hit. The, because the they curb. hit the
0: curb so hard that the tire exploded. Wow. Um, and the only reason that that would have happened is if they weren't paying attention. Yeah. If you were looking at your phone or if you just weren't paying attention, driving through an intersection, which is the most dangerous place you could not pay attention when you're driving. And look at what happened. Yeah. But can you imagine if there was like a pedestrian there?
1: It's just my, I saw a guy yesterday, almost, there was a jogger and he was on the sidewalk. He was doing, you know, doing the right thing. He was jogging generally it's not like a rule but it's recommended that you would always run on the side of the road towards traffic so you can see vehicles coming towards you and that's what he was doing and somebody got impatient traffic in those westbound lanes was slow and somebody wanted to make a left and was frustrated that they were waiting too long and just like saw an opportunity, which wasn't really an opportunity, and made this hard left and almost smoked this jogger as he was just minding his own business running down the
0: yeah. sidewalk. That's a really big problem I see a lot in neighborhoods um, that aren't used to having pedestrians yeah. is that a lot of drivers just don't check, Yeah, which is such a bad idea. You always yeah. need to double check and triple check to see if there's pedestrians. This
1: is also a good time to say, like, put down your phone... i can't
0: believe we still have to tell people this it
1: is it is beyond illegal in in canada there's nowhere in canada that you are legally allowed to use your phone while driving yeah and the fact that people still and i see it and i feel like it has gotten worse at first i thought it looked worse during the pandemic because there was less traffic on the road mm. so it just seemed almost like you know you're noticing more because there are less less cars less faces um, but now that traffic is kind of returned to like pre-pandemic levels, I've noticed that it has just gotten worse and but then when I was in Tennessee um, a few weeks ago to mm-hmm. drive the Volkswagen ID4 it's still, I think it's still legal there to use your phone. And it was mind blowing. Like that is such a dangerous.
0: It's so dangerous.
1: I had a friend, someone who I respect, someone who, you know, I'm not going to name names. We were talking about this and I said, like, you should not be looking at your phone. And they, they defended their phone use and said that it's a skill. And it is not a skill.
0: I think people underestimate how much focus driving actually requires. It requires your full attention.
1: I just can't, like, I shake my head so much. I try not to interact with, you know, an infotainment system while I'm in motion. Same thing, because it is, like, distracting. But those are at least designed to mitigate distraction they're, yeah. they're designed just like you know before we had touch screens it was just a bank of buttons for climate control and audio and you would reach down and turn the volume knob the same kind of applies it it's a simple tap of a screen to go from let's say your navigation to the radio and that to me I, again I still try not to do that but it's a it's not illegal to do and b it's a simple it's a big screen it's in your peripheral vision a phone is small and yeah. chances are you have to handle it. have to it. hold it. And the worst, the one that I want to, like, get out and scream is the people. This is, like, the number one thing, right? F- phones, they say, like, you know, the only phones you can use behind the wheel, it's a hands-free device. People put it on speakerphone.
0: But you're, they're still holding they're it in their hands. They're holding hand.
1: it in front of them. And it's, like, are like... Are you actually that stupid?
0: I I once saw someone tuck the phone into their toque.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> still, I'm sure it's still... I remember, I think it was in Alberta when... Um,
0: but at least it was hands-free, you know? Exactly.
1: So this was like... This guy, you know, talk about like dancing with the devil. When legislation passed and it was finally put into law um, that distracted driving, and I think still to this day, Alberta has like the most stringent distracted driving laws in Canada. Oh, yeah? Literally the only thing you're allowed to do, aside from drive, is drink water. You're not allowed to eat behind the wheel. Like, distracted driving doesn't just apply to phones. It It's hardcore there.
0: So you can't even, like, have a coffee? or
1: Technically, like... no. Wow. And it happened. A friend of mine, when we worked out there, we all worked at a newspaper together, and he got pulled over for sipping a thermos of coffee.
0: Even back then, it and was it so was a, strict.
1: This was when it happened. It was it was 2011. Wow. Is when the when the legislation went okay. into effect. Uh, but anyways, this guy and I think he lived in Calgary. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. He baked a bunch of cookies and iced them that looked like cell phones, <laughs> and then he drove around. I, this is this is real. He actually did this and drove around. And then when the cop like. He got pulled over multiple times. And then, like, as it happened, he would, like, bite the cookie.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. So he was just trolling the cops. Yeah.
1: That's a dangerous I mean, game to play.
0: Part of me thinks that's hilarious, but it's a, a loophole, right? Yeah. Like, the whole point is that you should have both of your hands on the steering wheel.
1: Yeah. But, you know, it's I wouldn't <laughs> have done it. That's a, you know, to me, that's not worth it. But the... So when I was there... Um, Distracted driving legislation, and it was like not inexpensive, uh-huh. but they actually had to increase the fines and the demerit points because so many people were just taking the stand Didn't of like care. I I can afford it, right? A lot of like, and it's not singular in this is real. Like a lot of the oil and gas workers that were making astonishing oh, yeah. amounts a little of money ticket is not going to. They were like, "What's two hundred and fifty or three hundred bucks?" And then so now. I want to say I could be wrong, but I want to say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like six or eight hundred dollars. Like it's a Good. very expensive. I that's think the it way should it should be. be yeah, everywhere. and
0: and like the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that you could also get ticketed if you're at a stoplight. Yes. And you have a phone in your hand. So yeah. Even if your vehicle is not in motion.
1: The only check time phone, is if you're parked off yeah. the road. So whether you're like pulled over on the side of the road, you know, or in a driveway or whatever, vehicle is you know in neutral if it's manual or in park mm-hmm. you can use your phone but if you're sitting at a light you are, and you'll see it happen like especially in Toronto where where there are you know motorcycle cops they'll cruise they won't lane split but they'll cruise on the on like the shoulder like the, the curb lane and look in cars to see if people are on their phones and i've watched people get pulled wow. out of the queue at a traffic light to be i don't know if they were issued a ticket or just warned about it yeah. but to me, enforcement, I understand, you know, it's its like resources. That's what it always comes down to. But like enforcement for all of this stuff, I think some states I've been to, they're really strict about left lane banditing. Mm. And the cops will just like sweep the left lanes of cars that aren't passing. If they're just like yeah. camped out in the left lane, they'll come flying up behind them, lights and sirens flashing, get them to move over, and then turn their lights and sirens off. If we had more of that happening here... In Canada, I think one quick, I said this to you before, like one summer or spring just before people are road tripping again, you know, do advertising blitz, blitz yeah. mixed with actual enforcement would kind of right the ship and people would realize, just like you still see signs that say like, you know, buckle up for safety. Mm-hmm. Like, why not do that? Just get out there, advertise it, tell people, put the phones down and follow it up with a little enforcement action, I think we would see a drop in, you know, cell phone, in all these bad behaviors.
0: Yeah. And there, there's so many, we oh. could go on for like literally days or like multiple episodes about all this stuff that we see. Um, but the reason why we, we get so riled up is because these are easy behaviors to fix. Yes. Um, and they're so very dangerous. And so like, just don't be so selfish when you're out on the road because totally. it ruins everyone's day. Yeah
1: and and i told you before you know like I, I it it's doesn't even come close to what you know first responders deal with but when i lived out west and i was a reporter at a newspaper and part of you know the responsibilities that we had would be to go to like fatal mm. collisions and the stuff you see in the number of times that you would be there and the the collision was caused by distracted driving or you know bad behavior aggressive driving yeah. inattention all of this stuff it's like guys the we take driving for granted we really do we take it as something like i said earlier we think of it as a right but it's not right it's a privilege it's something that you're doing it not just for your own safety but for everyone else around you and it can change so quickly and that's that's the problem is you can't take it back. There's no rewind button. Yeah. Once things have, you know, crossed the line into, you know, dangerous or have, you know, caused some sort of harmful outcome, you can't take that back. And
0: you're going to regret it for the rest of your life.
1: So put the phone down, stop tailgating, turn your lights on, use your signals, don't Do stupid U turns in the middle of intersections. (laughs) What else have we missed here?
0: Um, don't stop in a live lane. Oh, that's I. I, We're gonna wrap this up soon. But like the other thing that really gets me is that when people just stop in a live lane of traffic where you're not supposed to park, no signal, no flashers, no nothing. Um, so basically people have to slam on the brakes and change direction at last minute.
1: One that's very like. You know, it's similar to A lot that. of delivery
0: people do that. I don't want to call them out, but there's like a ton of yeah, like mail trucks or like, yeah. you know, Uber drivers or whatever who do that. And that just drives me bananas.
1: One that's very like specific to, to my neighborhood, but, you know, is similar to what you're talking about. So the, the side street that I that I live on, there's a, when you're heading, you know, I guess when you're heading eastbound, there's a left turn lane, a dedicated left turn mm-hmm. lane to turn to to the street. There's a Starbucks across the road. And every single day, people use the left turn lane to go onto my side street to turn into the Starbucks. And it's like, I understand that, you know, you're trying to get out of people's way, but when I'm coming home and I'm using my left turn lane, you know, I can't now use it because it's clogged with people trying to get into Starbucks. Right. And that to me, what I always want to say to people is like, think of this as a live lane of traffic. You would not switch into an oncoming lane to get out of the way of traffic behind you so you could make your left. So why are you doing it into a left turn lane for the opposite direction that yeah, you're
0: going? Yeah, yeah. Or like also if there's a median lane that's de- that's specifically for turning yeah. and you're in a live lane, that to me is so dangerous. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Just so much bad behavior. I always say, to you, I think we should have to requalify for our licenses yeah. every, I don't know, five or 10 years
0: yeah.
1: and, and mandatory driver's training. We do horrible with this stuff in, in Canada. We need to do better as people, as drivers, but also I think there needs to be more. Yes, you heard this right. More government intervention <gasps> because clearly not enough is being done. To, to make sure, I think road safety is so important because of the way that our country has been built around roads and transportation right. and private transportation. If you're going to do that then let's make sure that everyone's educated. Let's make sure everyone is following the rules. I'm not perfect. I'm sure I've done.
0: Everyone makes mistakes. Exactly.
1: But when it's repeated and I'll tell you, and friends have like made fun of me for it, where I'll be like in an empty parking lot, no one behind me. And I still signal to turn out because that's how you create good habits. Yeah. If you're doing it when no one's around, then you're still going to do it when everyone is around. Yeah. So follow the rules of the road, do right and Make it one of those things when you see someone doing some bonehead maneuver, now think about, well, maybe I should make sure that I'm not doing that. I should make sure my lights are on and use my signal. You really want
0: to lead by example, right? Um, and a lot of the times it comes down to like, don't be selfish, just be a little bit more courteous to other drivers around you. Think about how you might be in other people's way, how you might be making things unsafe. Yep. And, like, we get that people make mistakes, but, like, put some intention behind your actions, Absolutely. you know. And I think the roads will be a happier, safer place for everyone.
1: That was one that, you know, the whole left lane banditing thing. Someone I know, you know, once, more than once said, like, oh, you know, in the left lane and car behind is, is like, kind of tailgating, which you should not do. But I, I also understand that other driver and the this person said, "Well, I'm doing 120, and that's fast enough." But it's like you are not responsible for other people's speed. Yeah. Sure, is it dangerous for them to go 130 or 140? Probably. Yeah. But that's not your job to enforce. Yeah. That.
0: You're You're not You're not law enforcement, so that responsibility is not on you. Exactly. So just move over, put your pride aside, and be like, let that guy be a yeah. bonehead. I'm because not also, you shouldn't way. be
1: in that left lane for yeah. for longer than you have to. Use it as a passing lane. That's actually what it's for. Yeah. It's We call it the fast lane, but it's it's kind of a misnomer.
0: It's a passing lane. It's a
1: passing lane.
0: What what? Okay, one more thing before we move on to ask an expert yep. is that sometimes when I'm in the right lane, yep. going a normal speed, yep. someone's tailing me in the right oh, of lane. Course. I'm like, why are you doing that? There's an open lane right next to me that you can use for passing. Why think, are you tailing me in the right lane?
1: But again, it's like one of those things. I don't know what it is that we all feel... Kind of defensive when we're behind the wheel of our vehicles. Like, you know, if somebody was walking behind you on the sidewalk, you probably would wouldn't think twice about it. Like, okay, if he was, you know, right behind you, yeah. you'd be like, "This is creepy." But like, <laughs> but on the road, like, we're I I find we're all we all have our backs up a little of, bit, of course, and we just need to like chill out on that in yeah, general. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, but that kind of brings us to our ask an expert question Let's that comes it. from Sam from Alberta. How do you deal with a road rage situation?
1: Ignore it.
0: So that's exactly what it is. So for me, I used to scream and honk at people. And then like I discovered that it's not really worth it for me to do that because it's it makes me feel like. So ragey and just yeah. feeling like that is not a good feeling. Like for no. your mental health, it's just not good. And so I've just learned to let people be idiots yeah. and I'm not going to get in their way of them being an idiot.
1: It's easier said than done. And we've all, I, I, if.
0: It's also a safety thing. Cause exactly. you don't know how crazy people are. You don't know if they're going to pull out like a weapon and, or like try to run you off the road.
1: There it's happened. There was a, there was a guy in Toronto that that opened fire on, so he followed someone.
0: My advice is just don't engage.
1: Yeah. Don't engage, you know, and yes, again, it's easier said than done and we've all been there, but you know, just, just do your best to ignore. You'll, you'll probably end up like, you know, kind of making your point even more strongly than you would if you got into it and started yelling back and forth because that person, they're so fired up. They're looking for a fight. Exactly. They want to, you know, vent their frustration. And if you're going to be willing to do that, they're going to feel like they won. So just ignore it, move on. You know, if, if it's something where you have someone where they're like tailgating you and they're being really aggressive and you're trying to ignore them, you know, take a different route, Mm -hmm. um, you know, break off of the, the road that you're on, you know, maybe just turn around, pull into a parking lot, give it a minute because chances are if they're that, aggressive and they're trying to get to their destination that extra 10 seconds quicker, they're not going to waste time following you into that parking lot. So just, you know, cool off.
0: Yeah, just don't engage. Kind of remove yourself from the situation. You know, I wouldn't even like give someone a thumbs up. Like I switched. I'm from, bad for that. I, I I used to like flip people off. Wow. Big, big confession coming wow. from me. If I was like really, really mad about something, yeah. I would definitely flip someone off. Now I don't do that because I don't want to engage with people. Um, and so I switched to flipping people off to giving them like a good thumbs up and that made them even angrier. Yes. So I stopped doing that too.
1: Wait, oh my God. We forgot to, to talk about one of my biggest pet peeves. And it kind of goes with this whole don't engage in whatever. Emergency vehicles.
0: Ooh, a good one.
1: Listen, I don't care if you think you know better, you are wrong, okay? It doesn't matter what direction an emergency vehicle is coming from. Unless you are on a divided road, meaning that there is a physical barrier between your lanes of travel and the emergency vehicles lanes of travel, you absolutely need to stop. And if you can't pull over to the right, stop in the lane that you are in. Okay. That is not only the right thing to do, but it is the legal thing to do. And not that long ago, I told Jody about this. I was driving home. I was in a two lane road, four lanes total, two in either direction. There was an ambulance coming North. I was waiting at a red light. Mm -hmm. The light turned green. And the ambulance was a- approaching the intersection. Lights and sirens going. I didn't know whether that ambulance was going to make a left-hand turn, whether it was going to keep going or what. And regardless, it's lights and sirens were on. Mm-hmm. So when the light turned green, I stayed stationary.
0: Which was the right thing to do.
1: Because ve- I was in the left lane. Yep. I couldn't move over because there, was, there were vehicles beside me. This lady behind me. Absolutely lost it. Like I'm talking that embarrassing and also aggravating where she like, she honked and I just kind of like looked in my rear view. This ambulance is approaching. She honked again and I threw my hands up and then she just like laid on her horn and just held her horn down. Did
0: she not see the ambulance?
1: And then once we started, ambulance passed us, started driving through the intersection, she's still holding down her horn. So I'm talking, we're going on like 20 seconds and then she... Whips across. And this was like, this was in the summertime. My windows were down. She moves over into the right lane and starts screaming at me. That I, and I said to her. I That's uh,
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it
1: breaks the don't engage. But I said to her, did you not see the ambulance? And she said, it was in the other lane. Oh and I was like, God. but it doesn't matter. And she was like, yes, it does. And I just said to her, you clearly don't know the rules of the road. But it's like, I cannot believe if you, I'm pretty sure you need to answer that question to get your license in the first place. But also
0: that's such selfish behavior. Like if that ambulance needed to make a laugh, you would have been in their way. Exactly, And that could have prevented someone's life from being saved.
1: And I always say that to people that, you know, if it was your family, if it was your family member in that ambulance... If it was your family member at home and the house was on fire and those fire trucks are trying to get there and you refuse to pull over or you think, well, I'm in the right lane and mm-hmm. they can just use the left lane. Like, no, you're ignorant. You're that That is so unfair and so cruel. And if it was your family, you would want everyone else to respect the rule as it's written yeah. and pull over. So you need to do the same thing.
0: Yeah. Because, and now because I what? need a
1: nap and a cigarette because I'm exhausted from this ranting. You don't
0: even smoke anymore. I know, but I need it. <laughs> Okay, so if you would like to share any of your road rage stories or just bad driving behavior that you've seen or witnessed, please email us at expert at trader.ca because I do think that we can turn these bad experiences into, you know, teachable moments for other people. So please email us at expert at trader.ca. I think Joseph
1: is furiously emailing us. Yeah, he's emailing us
0: right now. Producer extraordinaire Um, Joseph. We need to cool down though and have some like relaxation pizza because we're really riled up. But um, that was episode 16 of On the Road with Auto Trader. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, our next episode is all about winter driving tips from oh, an cool. ice racer. Yeah. So um, definitely don't miss that episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.
1: Bye, guys.